Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And this week we are continuing spooky season, spooktober. Let's not not celebrate Halloween. Let's not <laughs> not appreciate Halloween. <laughs> and we're talking about ghosts. I love that we have to use a bunch of double negatives to stay positive. <laughs> That's life, right? That's life. All right, so we asked you guys on Instagram, which give us a follow if you haven't, um, we asked if you guys wanted us to talk about Ghost or if we should talk about horror movies mm -hmm. and Ghost One. Overwhelming. Ghost One, yeah. So that's good. And then I had asked what your favorite horror movies were, just in case that was the pick. Mm -hmm. Overwhelmingly Halloween. The original. I and I, and guys, I tried telling Michelle, I was like, it's going to be Halloween. Mm -hmm. But a very close second was Scream. Yes. I think I did say Scream. I think yeah. I said Halloween, Scream, or The Shining. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And those were all up there. The Shining's mine too. And then Jake... When I asked him, because I always ask him what we're doing, he was like, oh, I think my favorite horror movie is Silence of the Lambs. And I was just like, oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. That I never think of, but I think it might be my second. Mm -hmm. So good. We had a friend that every time we went to go to karaoke, he would sing Goodbye Horses. Yeah, it's a great song, though. Yeah, do a little <laughs> dance. Yep. <laughs> do a little dance in a robe <laughs> so on our instagram i did a little poll and i asked if uh you guys believe in ghost 91 percent said yes and nine percent said no glad you guys believe in ghost because we <laughs> both do as well it was so funny jay came home and the first thing he said was you know, I don't believe in ghosts, but here's this thing. And then when he said it, I was like, oh, I should probably put a poll up on the story. And he was like, are you even paying attention to me? Because I was like doing it. And he, I was like, you just reminded me like I should put a poll up. And he was like, I'm telling you this because there's a poll up. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Jake. Well, and I was thinking too, I was like, should I be telling Michelle when I'm like putting polls up? Oh, but no, no, no. I was like, well, I check it. So I think maybe she'll check it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had asked um, if you believe in ghosts. What did I say? If you believe in ghosts, why or why not? Some of you guys replied. Antler Edition said yes, but it's so scary. So no, I don't want to. And also my rational brain says no. But yes. <laughs> and then Weezer Face says, I wish I could, but I haven't seen any convincing evidence. Cry emoji. KKLT says, Because energy can neither be created nor destroyed, the spirit goes somewhere. Livy Ghoul 31 says, I've had so many experiences with the paranormal, has to be something to it. Or I'm crazy. I don't think you're crazy. Mm -mm. And then we have Queso Kinqueso says, I don't know, it's more of an energy thing, but I just feel like they exist. Yeah. Instagam says, I believe a place can have a negative energy, but not an individual ghost. Your girl Ray says, my former apartment was haunted by my landlord's grandmother. <gasps> Ooh, I want to know more about that. That's spooky. Yeah, we were talking about it last week. I had asked you after we wrapped up, I was like, do you do this too where you'll wake up in the night or you'll just be at your apartment by yourself and you'll start thinking about ghosts, but then you try to quickly tamp it down because you think 
if they can feel you acknowledging them, then they'll present themselves to you. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I'm like, please don't please show don't. yourself, but I know you're there. Yeah, yep. I hate it because I immediately, I'm just like, think about puppies, think about this, think about that, like stop thinking about ghosts because yeah. then they're going to know that you're cool with it. Exactly. Last night, I was trying to find some creepy ghost stories that I could talk about, and I was on Reddit, and I was scaring myself so bad, Michelle. Oh, no. I had to sleep with my Halloween tree on and my lamp. Like, (gasps) I was so frightened, and it freaked me out because I fell asleep to – I was watching, like, um, an interview that Gabby Petito's parents had done because I just haven't been keeping up with what was going on. I fell asleep and all of a sudden I hear a loud snap in front of my face. Like it was loud. It went like that. And I could feel the vibration of the snap like in front of my face, if that makes any sense. So I woke up and I was like, what the Sam and I was like just picturing someone like a some like a creepy person in front of my face going like that moments in during the night I'll just like open my eyes and I'll play a game of like what if I just saw someone right Mm -hmm. in front of my face what would I do like oh hell no so I like I sit up in bed or whatever and I like check in my closet I check in the bathroom just to be sure (sighs) and then I go should I rewind the interview should I go back to see if like he had snapped in the interview and it was just from that okay so then I go what if I do but what if there wasn't a snap in the interview like I will lose I will lose my shit if there's no snap in there so I didn't check because I was too scared that's insane it was so like it was it's like why would I wake up to a snap I don't like that on an interview nope 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 yeah so the movie with the video was still playing yeah no. So that's why I was like, maybe it was just part of the interview. I don't like that. I can't believe you like got up and looked around. Well, because I, cause oh, I'm like, if someone's in my apartment, I want to know. And then a few, oh, hell no. A few <laughs> days ago, Michelle, I was like, this is it. It's happening. So I'm in my office. It's at night. Joe had already gone to work. I hear Raven. She's like barking. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, okay, she's not looking out the patio door because sometimes she'll bark at other dogs, but it was nighttime. And so I'm like, look, I'm like, where is she at? I'm like, maybe she's stuck in the bathroom because sometimes the door will close a little bit and she doesn't know how to get herself out. So I look in the bathroom and I'm like, where is she at? And she is, I go into my bedroom, the light is on and she's looking, she's sideways. So all I can see is like her side view uh-huh. and she's looking directly like against the wall kind of but it's the wall that has the closet and she's just barking and I'm like what the fuck and I got so scared because I was like there's someone in my closet like so I'm like standing really still and she's just barking and she's like looking at me and looking back and I'm like I'm like okay well I don't want to leave Raven in here and I'm like should I grab my phone or should I run to the closet really quick to scare them so I like run to the closet and I turn on light no one was in there And then I'm, like, looking at Raven, and I'm, like, what the fuck were you barking at? And then I see on the ground there's a bone that was stuck underneath my (laughs) my skeleton's leg. And I was, like, is this what she wanted? So I, like, grab it, and she's just looking at it. And I'm, like, is this what you were barking at? Like, I don't – I'm pretty sure, but I was, like, oh, the ghost topic is scaring me this week. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, this is it. This is the moment that I have prepared myself Mm -hmm. for. Someone is in my closet. Yeah. That's – you are so fucking brave. 
Well, because I feel like they're not expecting it. Well, good for you, but you I mean, I did a... have my fist back. Okay, I was like, I ran like that. <laughs> Still not enough. I was not enough. I grabbed a knife and then maybe charged out the closet. Well, I was worried if I grabbed a knife, they would hear me because the floors are kind of squeaky. Uh huh. And then they, I would run, and then they come up behind me and like grab my neck. Oh my god! It's been it's been so hard doing these topics because. So because we did Aliens last week and Mm. because I've been preemptively thinking about ghosts this week, Mm -hmm. I've been spooked a lot in my house. And especially when I was doing the Alien episode, when I was fucking editing it, Yeah. my, okay, so let me be rational about this. My computer has been acting a little funky lately, but this hasn't ever happened before. When I got to the part where I was like talking about my UFO story, it started doing this weird glitching thing (gasps) that I'm not even fucking kidding you about. And then in that same moment, Jay called me to be like, hey, I'm leaving the shop. Like, can I get anything? And the call just went dead. Oh my God. Which has also literally friggin' never happened before. And he like called back. He's like, did you hang up on me? I was like, no, I felt like your call like went dead. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. And then like, we just continued. But like for the half an hour until he got home, I was just like, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I saw when I was looking at our stories for Let's Not that you were like, not yes. me scaring myself. And I was like, I need to ask Michelle about oh. that. Was it at night or during the day? That was at night. Like, Ooh. but during the day while I was doing it, I was still getting freaked out. Because, yeah. like, you know where my couch is, where there's, like, a lot of room behind mm-hmm. me. Oh, God. You keep looking over your shoulder. Yeah. And it doesn't help. So we've also, I was asking you if you've been watching it, but we've been watching The Night Mass on Netflix. Um which is good. It's slow. I have some issues with it, but overall it's like really good. Mm-hmm. Recommend it. Um, but Jake's not a binger. We watched literally one episode, possibly two a night. Trying to go to sleep on these like horror cliffhangers. It's like watching a scary movie and stopping in the middle and being like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed now. <laughs> but <doesn't>, no. <laughs> so then when I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee, it's like there's aliens, there's ghosts, there's this, there's that, there's monsters in this room with mm-hmm. me. It's been a it's been a hard week yeah. for me. <laughs> I I hear you. So when I was reading, there was a really scary ghost story I was reading last night, and I couldn't even finish it because I was so scared. And I had messaged Joe, and he's like, "Are you still up?" I go, "Yeah." It's like I'm looking at some ghost stuff for the podcast. So scary that I was like, I need to stop reading it, and I was like, I'm gonna finish it tomorrow during the day, which I haven't because I was already scared. I'm like, I don't want to continue this scare. <sighs> but I, I was telling Joe, I was like, we should read ghost stories sometime, like, while we're in bed before we fall asleep. Because it is kind of fun, but... Oh, I love it. But I don't know how you do it, because also you're home alone at night. Yeah, with all Joe's horror collectibles Jesus that are gonna Christ. Come, come alive, alive at night. I was walking out in the living room, and he has an Annabelle doll, and I was just imagining in my head if her head slowly turned, and like, followed me as I went to the kitchen. It's too much. Mm. So obviously we believe in ghosts, you guys know <laughs> that. So I have a Ouija experience that I want to talk about. What happened? So this happened when I was probably like in fifth or sixth grade. I had a friend, Megan, and I would always go over to her house and we she would just like, she was like my best friend. We would just always hang out and there were like a few other little girls that we had like in our group. And so one day, um, we thought it was a great idea to play the Ouija board. I was playing with my friend Megan, and it just became a thing of where it's like, oh, can we talk to anyone? Is there anyone here, you know? And 
every we played it like every day all the time and we would just like keep talking to ghosts and it became a point where we were asking it different questions because we were like we really don't believe that this is real so we would just ask it questions if you're real like tell me something only i will know mm-hmm. and the fucking planchette started spelling out something that had happened to me when i was a kid that I've literally told no one about, mm-hmm. like, and I'll never tell anyone about. And it started spelling it out. And so all my friends were like, what? And they were like, shocked and surprised. And they were like, what is it saying? And I'm like, why is it saying this? Like, yeah. it wasn't me pushing it. Like, I would never, oh, hear about my trauma as a kid while we're playing the Ouija board. Yeah. And so I like knocked the planchet off the board. And I was like, what the heck, guys? I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. And I freaked out and I like threw it off the board and I closed up the game and I like pushed it away, which if you've played the Ouija, they say Mm -hmm. like you're never supposed to do that. You're always supposed to goodbye the ghost out and like close Uh... it Um, because it's known that the spirit is like out and not back into the board. It just freaked me out. And then we would just play it again and again. And just each time I felt like the spirit or the ghost would just get stronger to where there was one time... It was like at the time of when Jenga came out. It was such a popular game at the time. So we were like, if you're real, show us that you can move stuff. And so we're like, move this shit. Yeah. Like, it sounds so crazy talking about it that I'm like, no one will ever believe me. And I don't really talk about it that much. And like Ouija boards used to freak me out up until like a few years before moving to Salem where I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, I'm not going to like ever ask to communicate with bad spirits again. So we're like, move this Jenga block if you're real. And I'm not even kidding you, Michelle. There was like a stack of the Jenga blocks on the coffee table and one just slid off and fell off the coffee table. And like me and my friends were all on this side and the coffee table is like right off to the left and we freak out. Yeah. Okay. I was like, well, if you're real, like move this post-it and it moved the fucking post-it note and it wasn't even like oh like wind flying through because it's like how random that it would just fly Mm -hmm. through like the ac is gonna come on when i'm like oh move the post-it note no i don't think so it just became so outrageous and there was one time like it literally scared me to death i was like having nightmares i couldn't get any sleep i was becoming afraid of the dark and there were other experiences that i had growing up as a kid to where like oh ghosts are definitely real and there's like good spirits and bad spirits and all that Mm. stuff this ouija board like had haunted my life there was just like bad stuff that kept happening and i just felt like all this like doom around me. I ended up ripping my friend's Ouija board apart and then we threw it in her trash can and like we tried to set fire to it. (laughs) And like her mom was like, what the hell are you guys doing? And we're like, nothing, like go back inside. We're not, we don't want to die. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, Mrs. Schneider. Can we just (laughs) imagine a mom going outside to see a bunch of 11 year olds setting blaze Well, it was like in one of those aluminum tin trash cans. Uh. So we ended up like burning it with a little lighter or whatever. And then I'm not even kidding you. Stop it. Yeah. So the next day we're in my friend Megan's room and I don't know, like it's so fucking weird. So we're trying to figure out what we want to do and we open up her closet and there's a Ouija board like back on the closet shelf in the Mm. back. And I was like, Megan, what is this? And she's like, what is what? And I'm like, we threw this away and we burned it. And she was like, no. And I'm like, are you joking? Like, did you buy Mm -hmm. this and you're just playing a joke? Yeah. But I like, it wasn't a thing of where 
she was a jokey type of person. Like, she wouldn't do anything like that. And plus, her mom, that's, like, too much energy for her mom to go buy another yeah. Ouija board, you yeah. know? Because um, back then, like, parents didn't give a shit. They're like, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, fucking I, tired. <laughs> I, know, I just worked a full day. Like, I'm not going to go buy a Ouija board to play a trick on Sam. <laughs> so there was a new Ouija board, like, back in the closet. Mm-hmm. It Like, new as in new to us. Yeah. It was back in the box, and it was just there. And I was like, never again am I playing the Ouija board. We did play it because we were like <laughs> – we were trying to ask it to, like, forgive us. We didn't yes. know. We were so desperate. We are like, please stop just haunting stop. us. Like, we didn't know what we were getting into. Any of the good spirits, please block out the bad spirits. Like, we mean no harm. And we're like, never again. Like, if you stop haunting us, we'll never play the Ouija board because mm-hmm. I was like, it's so fucking scary. Um. So then after that, like, I had never played it. I still haven't played it. and I don't know if I ever will I wouldn't are you kidding me he's just waiting for you to open that up again and it's like I would have been like oh it's my friend that is moving the planchette Mm -hmm. but just that experience well moving the Jenga pieces and the post-it note and all that stuff and the burning of it coming back like especially with my story that it was like starting to tell I was like oh hell no it was really scary and anytime anyone talks about playing the Ouija board I'm like oh I'm good yeah, I could imagine. Not today, Satan. <laughs> That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Especially at that age. Yeah. Oh my god. It was really scary. Have you played the Ouija board? No. Really? I've never. <gasps> How come? Like, have you just been, you've known about it and so, or like, were your parents strict with uh, it? I It would never be allowed in our house just because my, like, my parents are super Catholic. Mm-hmm. My dad's not anymore. He's actually a Wiccan now, which is funny, but, mm-hmm. um. No, my mom would think that's, like, the devil's toy. But it's just, I've never had a friend that had it or anything. Yeah. So it's never been presented to me. And wow. at this point, I would never. There's a Ouija board museum in Salem, and we oh, hadn't yeah. gone to it. Mm-hmm. We just, like, heard about it, and we're like, let's go to it. So we did go to it this year, and the owner ended up giving us a tour. And it was, like, amazing. Like, it made me not afraid of it. Okay. Um. Just because I think, like, whatever you put into it, that's what you mm-hmm. will get out. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, we were fucking kids. Like, we were definitely looking for dark shit, you know? Oh, yeah, of so. course. Yep. Yep. That is terrifying, yeah. Sam. I can't even believe that. Well, I do believe it. Yeah, but... yeah. It just, it's, like, so out of the world, out of this world that I'm, like, I'm not even going to say anything. But I do tell people now because I'm, like, it really did happen. Yeah. I have nothing to. Yeah. What do you get out of it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yep. Is that your only like ghost experience? Okay, this is gonna sound I don't know. Growing up as a kid, there were like I could just feel stuff, I could see things, mm-hmm. and I would like became afraid of sleeping in the dark. And there were times when like have you ever had um what is it called where oh sleep, sleep paralysis? Yeah. Oh my god. So I've experienced that a lot in my life and it's fucked up so when I was a kid I used to like always someone would always be on my chest and I could see them and then I remember like the house that I grew up I woke up multiple times it was just like never straight on it was always like random times throughout my years at this house I would always see these red balloons tied onto the end of my bed Mm -hmm. like it was so weird and then I would always see this like you know those stuffed monkeys that have the symbols yeah always see like the balloons at the end of my bed and then this like little monkey with the chimes or whatever and it would just freak me out I don't know why I saw it or where it came from but it was just like a repeating 
vision yeah. or thing that I would see. For the longest time, like, I would have to sleep with my mom because I was scared. And mm-hmm. she was like, why are you so terrified of the dark? And I would try to tell her. But, of course, she's like, oh, it's just in your head. Like, don't worry about it too much. I would just always have to yell to her. I'd be like, mom, mom, mom. And then finally she'd wake up and she'd come into my room. She'd be like, what's wrong? And I was afraid to like scare her so I'd be like oh can you just give me a glass of water can you just turn on my light like while you're in here and she'd be like do you really need water or did you get scared did you see something and then this happened the house that I grew up in and then it followed me like in our next house the bed would always shake like nothing in the house would shake but just if I was sitting on the bed it would kind of like just vibrate I would just always be like stop it I'm Mm -hmm. not interested like leave me alone and it would stop And then I remember one time when I was a little bit older and it was happening, I just assumed because we lived in a like a mobile home and I just assumed it was when the washer and dryer went on because like the walls are kind of thin, the floors are thin and stuff, would check to see if any of the washer or dryer was like happening and it was always off. Mm -hmm. And do you remember, I think she passed away, Sylvia Brown, she would always make appearances on like all the talk shows like Sally, Jesse Raphael and... Yeah, Ricky Lake. So there was one day that my bed was shaking and I remember I was watching her. People think that she was a scam and some people do think that she's real. Like I think there was probably some kind of gift that she Mm -hmm. had and then I think maybe it just got a little out of hand when she realized like she could make money and get publicity off of it. But there was a girl in the audience and she was like, hey, she was like, I I always get this shakiness like in my bed and I never know what it is. And she's like, I've never seen anything. It's just always my bed. Mm -hmm. And when nothing goes off in my house and I'm like, oh my God, that's me too. Let me see what she says. That's just a ghost that is around. All you have to do is like tell it stop in which that's what I've been doing and it had always stopped. Yeah. And so I just thought that was really interesting. That's like never been too scary or anything. Like the Mm -hmm. Ouija board has been the scariest do you ever like experience when you've lost people in your life like you experience their ghost or you feel like they're around you no no so like when Denali passed sometimes I still like see her like it's Mm -hmm. like a black dog walking by me it's not even Raven because she's over here yeah. But I'm just like, oh, that's definitely my dog's ghost. And oh. I just, like, I'll see her walk, like, casually or whatever. And then, like, with my mom, it's so strange because sometimes I'll smell, like, her hairspray or, like, how she used oh, to wow. smell. And I'm like, that is so bizarre. Yeah. Like, it's not even me smelling anything else that reminds me of that smell. It's just, like, if I'm sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. I'll just smell, like, her hairspray. Wow. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's so bizarre. It's bizarre, but it's really cool. Yeah, I like that. Because I'm like, your brain can't make you smell it. It's the smell. Yeah. Then I feel like your brain is like, oh, that's this. Does that make you feel comforted, though? Yeah, it does. Okay. And I just remember, I do have like another two things. I'll make these quick. (laughs) So in our apartment building that we live now, this happened probably like maybe two years ago, I was walking in the hall. I'll see ghost and like energy, but it's never like crystal clear just because I feel like how we said I believe in it enough to not like I think if I dived into that gift, I could definitely do something with it. But it does scare me more than make me want to do it. And so we were walking in our hallway. And I told Joe, I was like, there's a ghost in the hallway. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, there's a man like walking back and forth in the hallway. And he was like, can you see like what he looks like? And I was like, no, he's like middle aged and he's wearing a hat. 
and he was like oh that's so weird is he like bad and I was like no he's like good I think he might be a little confused so and I just I'll say that I'll be like oh I feel this or I see that and then I just let it go a few weeks later we find out that the man who was in our hallway we used to always see him and talk to him with Raven Uh and we would like share an elevator with him I guess he was battling cancer and our landlord told us that he had passed away and that was like him that I saw like because he would always walk past he walked past back and forth of his Mm -hmm. door and I was like Joe I was like it's him that I saw wow I know it was it wasn't scary but I was like oh I was like he was so nice and even like when I would walk in the hall after I found out that he had passed I would like tell him in my head I'm like you're so nice like I'm so sorry that you passed away and he didn't really have any family or anything that was like come check on him and I was like you were always so nice to my dog like thanks for being so nice like I hope you're okay that was more like a comforting experience did he pass away at the apartment building yeah he did yep like hospice came in and Mm -hmm. it was really fast because no one really saw a lot of people go in there when it happened last little story experience is so Joe's mom Patty she actually has like a lot of experience with being able to see ghosts like she can communicate with them she just has always been able to communicate with the dead ever since she was small the first time that I had visited Joe at the time he was living with his parents it's like a multi-level house laundry room in the basement that connects like a family room and then it connects into the bathroom and so we were sleeping one night and I woke up and I went into the bathroom and I saw this little boy who was sitting on like the washer and dryer and it was dark and I was like oh there's like a little kid there and I was like that's kind of creepy I wasn't scared of him or anything it just kind of caught me off guard so then the next day I told Joe I was like hey I saw like a little boy downstairs like has your mom said anything about him and he's like oh I don't know and like Patty will she'll talk about it but I think it kind of scares her husband and then it would scare the kids when they were growing up I just I never asked her about it until later and then there was another time I'll get to me asking about it in a second there was another time where we were sitting upstairs at like the dining room table because we would always like enjoy going upstairs talking to his parents and stuff and there was one time I saw this woman she was like middle age she had some kind of like long dress on and an apron tied around her waist and like her hair was pinned back and she had like a little bonnet on the back and I just saw her like kind of floating and I was like oh I was like I should ask like Patty about this or whatever (laughs) the more like I got to know her I realized that she could see ghosts and stuff like that so she was talking about it a little bit and she was like can you see anything she was like I kind of get the feeling that you can see stuff actually I do but I don't really like tell people about it because it makes me feel crazy Mm -hmm. she was like I can feel something feel and see spirits I saw a little boy downstairs and was he in the laundry room like sometimes he'll sit in the corner and it can be kind of scary and I was like my mouth just like dropped and I Mm -hmm. looked at Joe and I was like yes that little boy's been here for as long as I can remember she was like he's really nice he usually likes running around with the nieces and nephews because they're grandparents of like so many kids so many grandchildren 
and the grandkids are always over there playing. Do the children engage with him, or he's just running around with them? There's been one of the grandchildren that will say something, and Patty's like, oh, that's just the little boy, like, don't be scared. I go, yeah, and I've seen another person, too, and she was like, oh, is it the lady that just, like, walks around in the kitchen? And I was like, yeah, and I was like, well, what does she look like to you? Because let me test her and see if she's just gonna (laughs) say, yeah, that's her, of how I described her. She's, like, middle-aged, she was like, it looks like she's cleaning the house or something like she was a homemaker she described everything about the spirit that I saw and I was like whoa she can just like get a message from them and she can talk to her mom who's passed away and she said that she's felt my mom around me when I've been over there oh wow um yeah I think definitely everyone has the ability to Mm -hmm. I think when you're younger and I think if you kind of leave that door open, you can carry it on later in yeah. your life. But I think it's something that you have to be open to forever for it yeah. to like stay with you. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people that closed it early on, like they can't all of a sudden be like, okay, I want to get into this. No, I agree with you on that. And that's why like I try to stay in the middle because I do like it. And it's like I want to be able to communicate with mm-hmm. people that have been in my life if I lose them. But I never want it to be like – a scary ghost where it's like they just died and they don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So I've had a few experiences myself and then I think after the last actual like sighting of what Mm -hmm. I thought was a ghost, I closed that door. I still get like feelings, but I don't, I haven't seen anything Mm -hmm. since I was probably like 15. But I did want to tell you. So the last one that I felt was a haunted apartment in Salem which is the most recent one. It was probably back in 2014-ish. But me and Jake were looking for a new apartment, and our realtor lady that had shown us our first one was taking us around for a few more. Uh, So she brought us to this place in Salem. So she brings us down like this little dead-end street, and we go into this apartment. She's like, okay, the first floor is available and the second floor is available. And we're like, oh, awesome. So we go around the first floor. She, like, tours us around. She's showing us everything, the closets, this, that, where the washer and dryer is. And we're like, oh, awesome. Um, And then we go upstairs to the second apartment. And she's like, okay, so with this apartment, it's it's, um, this floor. And then also you have the attic. And the attic has four more rooms. And I was just like, oh, my God. So, like, how much is this one? Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's the same price as downstairs. And I said but you just said it had like four extra rooms. And she's like, yeah, but they're not heated, so they can't claim them as rooms. And then I also know in Massachusetts, if it's not, I think, eight feet, you can't count it as square footage. So that's why like a lot of like attics, they can't count anything that's under eight feet. So you know how sometimes it pitches. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, so that can't be counted as square footage. So I was just like, oh, it must be like super pitchy up there and not actually like usable space. This is where I already started feeling weird Mm -hmm. like she just stayed in the kitchen she wouldn't she didn't tour the upstairs apartment with us like she just stayed in the kitchen and she was like go ahead and like look around and it's not like she was jamming on her cell phone or anything she was just standing there waiting for us to look around so we go around the floor that we're on I was like okay all right similar to downstairs and then we go upstairs and it's four large rooms it's like the size of the sunroom right now oh my god and like (gasps) the height of it was all like this too And I was just like, that's funny because even if this isn't heated, like, this is great studio space for us. We have a whole living quarters downstairs. Um, I mean, I 
I thought that it's like after the perfect find in mm-hmm. Salem, you know. But every single one of these rooms was covered in old Victorian wallpaper. And two of them were like the florally, like burgundy and gold. Oh. And then two of them were like old Victorian children illustrations. It was like a boy and a girl playing with a dog and a boy and a girl like riding a bike mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was old, old, old wallpaper. Wow. Like not even anyone tried to cover it up. No. That it stayed there. Mm-mm. And this is 2014. Wow. And that stuff is my jam. Anyway, yeah. so I was just like, oh, this is cool or whatever. The whole time we were walking around that apartment, I had the worst feeling in my stomach as if like I was like about to get nauseous. Mm -hmm. Like I was feeling very nauseous. When I went upstairs into the attic, I felt even more nauseous. And like Jake was up there with me and he's like, this is like amazing. Like, look at all this space. You could have a studio. I could have a studio. We could have a guest bedroom and we could just have another room. They were all very large rooms. And then plus we had the whole downstairs. And I was like, I don't know. I'm getting like real bad feelings here. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And then I like went to the window, which like was in the backyard Mm -hmm. out, out the back. And this is... So the block that this house was on was like a very square block Mm -hmm. and none of the backyards actually met up with each other as like most blocks do. Right in the middle of this block of houses was a tiny cemetery with like the oldest looking headstones you've ever seen just right in the middle of this like block of houses. And I was like, Jake, there's a, our backyard is a cemetery. And he was just like, that's insane. I was like, I I don't want to live here. I really yeah. don't want to live here. He's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And he was like going through all the rational reasons why we shouldn't live there. Like there's not a parking space and stuff. And when I went downstairs, I remember asking the realtor, like, so this apartment is the same as downstairs? And she was like, yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Cause like all the, ro- like, I know there's not heat, but those rooms are large. And she goes, yeah, we just have like a hard time filling this space. And I was just like, and then I was just like, I wanted to be like, why wouldn't you walk around with us? Yeah. Like, it was... And why is it so hard to mm-hmm. get that rented out? Mm-hmm. Especially, it was $1,200. Whoa. That's, for, like, yeah, pretty much five bedrooms. Which is cheap. Yes. Here. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't. And so, I mean, we didn't take either of those places. We found, mm-hmm. like, an amazing place elsewhere. But that was... I... Like, I felt rancid inside. Yeah. It was such a bizarre feeling. Wow. And so that was... And I feel like that's usually how I feel now. Yeah. Like, I don't see anything because I think I told myself to stop looking for mm-hmm. it. And obviously, like I told you, whenever I start to think about it, I just try and, like, get it out of my brain. Yeah. Get your brain thinking about mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. But it was scary. And I always, like, I always think about that apartment. So what was the experience when you were a teenager, like 15 or 14? So... I had had two experiences before that. Once, I think this was when I was maybe like, well, going back to the sleep paralysis, I had the same thing when I was a kid, and I always just chalked it up to watching, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I was watching horror movies, like, really young, Mm -hmm. like, six, seven with my friend. Um, So I just, even as a kid, I was just like, I'm just scared of what I was watching. But I used to have a thing where I would wake up like still awake but couldn't move and I would think that I saw a witch in the corner of like my bedroom and then I would scream for my dad and then he would come and like calm me down and stuff but 
That's so weird because I feel like any t- it is always something in the corner when mm-hmm. you the stories that I've heard with sleep paralysis. The last bad one that I had, mm-hmm. I was in bed and it was like after my mom had passed and I could hear her voice and I had it and she's like, "Wake up, sissy." She's like, "You need to wake up." And I was like, I can't, like, I have my, I was sleeping, but, and, like, paralyzed, and I was like, yeah. I can't, she's like, you need to wake up, like, keep trying, and she was like, don't be scared, but there's something, like, on your chest, you need to wake up, do what you can, and she just said it, like, so loving, she's like, come on, sissy, yeah. like, wake up, you can do it, and, like, I slowly could, like, open my eyes, and I did see something in the corner, and I was like, what the fuck? It's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and most of the times, it was, like, the top corner. Yeah. And I, I just, it was just too much. And I remember, like, there was, like, a conversation about me going to therapy because it would just happen oh all the time. Oh, my gosh. Um, but anyway, so that happened when I was, like, really a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have recurring nightmares yeah. about, like, witches and stuff. Um, but then I remember once I was in my bedroom and I was on my computer and there was like a TV that was to my right on the same like table buffet Mm -hmm. not buffet drawer thing and I remember turning in my computer chair and in the reflection of like the turned off TV I could just see I saw like a man standing behind me and he was like kind of craning his head to kind of like look around like the computer chair at the side of my face And I just immediately got up and bolted out the door because, like, the door was, like, in front of me. And, you know, I just ran downstairs and I think I got my brother or something and went back up. There's nothing there. So then this next one is actually good. Um, Not scared or anything. I wasn't – I don't even think that the one I saw – the thing I saw in my bedroom was a bad feeling. It was just shocking. The witch in the corner? No, no, no. Not the witch – the man that was like looking at oh, me. Okay, computer. I kind of feel like it was probably someone that just like used to live in the house. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it was a bad feeling. It was just like, why is there a man yeah. standing behind me? Because <laughs> yeah. realistically, in that moment, I thought there was a man in my bedroom, not a ghost. Um, so this other one happened. It was in Portugal. Uh, I was on the phone with my dad here in America, and I was sitting in my grandma's like dining room area. And from where I was sitting, like straight ahead was the door to the garage that was connected and it was open and it was dark in there. Uh, my cousin, and my grandma were in the kitchen. My brother and my grandfather had left to go to the cafe for like after dinner espresso. Um, and I was just talking to my dad, trying to get off the phone so I could go down to the cafe. And I just saw an older gentleman who was a head taller than my grandfather just walk past the garage door. Mm-hmm. And I just dropped the phone and started screaming and, like, ran into the kitchen. Uh, My grandma was just like, what is happening right now? So she goes into the dining room, picks up the phone. It's just like, I'm not sure, you know, talking to my dad. It's just like, I'm not sure what just happened, but she's, like, freaking out. Uh, Let's, we'll call you back. And so I was just like, I just saw somebody walk in the garage. Nobody's here. And so we all went into the garage. No, but nothing was there. Um, and so I called my dad back and he was like, what just happened? And I explained to him what had happened. And he said, I feel like you just saw my grandfather. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, I've seen him before there. So pretty much where he was walking, where the garage is now is, um, used to be part of the house too. And my dad says that used to be the old kitchen. And he says that he 
saw his grandfather there after he had passed the one time that he went back to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like my dad's best friend. Aww. Just because I feel like your grandpa- like your parents are so busy working and stuff yeah. that your grandparents, if they are mm-hmm. re- more retired or whatever, they really have more of a connection with you. So my dad always spoke like so highly of him oh, and stuff. Wow. And he was just like, I wonder if he like could sense that I was there or something. Aww. And I was just like, oh my God. Um, I think so. Because mm-hmm. I, ex- I was like, it's not my grandfather. It's not my brother. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was wearing like what my grandpa would wear. Yeah. But he was just taller. And yeah, my dad was like, I'm pretty sure you saw my grandfather and mm-hmm. I've seen him too. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and so that experience was great. Yep. And I was just like, this is fine. And I feel like after that experience, I definitely wanted to lean into mm-hmm. it more. Um, I definitely, I did dabble in like getting into Wiccan, mm-hmm. like around that same time period and doing things like that. But then after this next experience, I just closed it all down. Um, so I was at my friend's my friend's mother's apartment. Okay, so and how old were you? This was 15 or 16. Okay, so this was after seeing yes. great-grandpa? I saw my grandpa when I was either 13 or 14. Okay. And so this one I also can't tell. I was smoking weed, mm-hmm. and I always chalked it up to maybe it was, like, laced with something. Like, I don't know. I don't want to assume that this was a real thing. But after this, I really just, like, closed the door to wanting to see anything ever again so we had been smoking weed and stuff I was in the bathroom and I was I was just washing my hands after using the bathroom and in the tub next to me I just saw I want to say like a 36 year old woman and she was completely naked and she had slit both of her wrists oh my god and there was just like blood everywhere in the tub and I started freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. and everyone was just like, what is going on? What is going on? And it was just like such a bad experience. And my friend was like, I think I saw like the stuffed animal move. And I was just like, we are like, I don't know where your mom got this fucking weed, but we're freaking like we're tripping. Yeah. We're like just tripping out right now. So I don't know if that was just like a severe trip out moment mm-hmm. or what it was. But after that, I was just like, fuck this. I, I can't do this anymore. And that was at your friend's house? It was at her friend's mother's apartment building. And it was like one of those big old like multi, yeah. you know, multi-resident, multi-apartment apartment buildings. It was like huge. Did you ever ask later on if something had happened there or if they had ever experienced anything there? Do you remember? I don't think so. Because it just scared you so much that you're like, nope. Yeah. And then we slept there that night and like, I was just, I couldn't. So 15 was the last time I saw anything with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. And I hope that me talking about this doesn't make them think that I want to see them again. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, Michelle's lifting the veil. She's she's open again. (laughs) I was telling you last week that I don't, well, I guess your stories makes me question a little bit more, but I don't even think that what we perceive as ghosts, like, can interact with us. Mm-hmm. I just think that the, it's an energy that's, like, been imprinted, and they're just kind of running the course again of their lives, and that's why a lot of times when people see ghosts, they're just still going about their days as mm-hmm. if nothing had happened. 
I feel like it's almost like a movie that's just been imprinted Mm -hmm. on earth and we're just for some reason sometimes we're able to look past our reality into it and see it so do you think that those are those people have died Mm -hmm. you're just saying it's like an imprint that has been left in whatever we're living yeah that is on a loop I think it's like an energy because I was telling you last week, like, I don't think that time is actually linear. I think that's just how we perceive it to make mm-hmm. sense of it all. And I think it's all just, like, kind of happening at the same time all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was telling you, I was just like, you know, we could have, we could already be dead. And mm-hmm. we're just, like, running through the loop. And then also I think when you get deja vu, it's like you're just repeating something you've already done. And then also when you get that feeling like somebody is watching you, I think it's it's kind of multiple realities that are just happen to see each other like when I saw my grandfather or my great-grandfather he was just walking through like he didn't engage with me he didn't Mm -hmm. see me nothing but when the ghost was in my bedroom he was like engaging with me and I kind of feel like he in his own timeline sensed like oh there's Mm -hmm. a weird feeling here so then do you think that if we're on our own time loop And Mm -hmm. that maybe we have passed, but we just don't know. Like, what about with aging? Do you think that the ghost that we might see going in their loop, Mm -hmm. that they're also aging like we think we are? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it is, but I just don't think we see them all the time. I think there's just brief, like, -hmm. brief tears in the reality where it's like you kind of see it, Mm -hmm. but it's not like they're with you all the time and you're visually seeing them until they age out. But, I mean, that theory gets crushed if your Patty is seeing the same little boy at the same Mm -hmm. age all the time, but also maybe it's just the same time of the loop. loop. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so how would we intertwine with, like, how are you with Jake and how am I with Joe? Like, are they ghosts too? No, and I don't think we're ghosts. I think we're living in our reality, but I just think, like, say we're on this path, our mm-hmm. our reality, this timeline. I think, like, side by side with that, going out for infinity, there's all these other timelines. Oh, so say, like, if we, one of us died, mm-hmm. our energy is, like, imprinted and joins in the other loops yeah. of the ghosts that maybe we've seen. Yeah. So then... Once one, once we die, we could be a little ghost that someone living has kind of peeked in for a moment of our loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I think sometimes you get like tingly feelings or deja vu. It's like somebody from a different timeline has peeked into yours, you mm-hmm. know, and they just see us as ghosts. Yeah. I just, I think it, it's all kind of happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. So do you think, so what does that mean for if someone passes away, what do you think happens with their soul? I think everybody's like spirit, soul, energy just stays here. Just keeps going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's like their ghost just like comes out of their body and yeah. they just like continue on their life. I just think that the energy that they brought to this life is just still happening. Yeah. I just think everything's still happening. Mm-hmm. Did you watch um, The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. You know how, like, um, the girl in the beginning, her ghost was always like, oh, I always see this woman with the bent neck. Mm-hmm. And, like, throughout her whole life, she was always very scared of this ghost, and then it ends up being her. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like every – we've already done this. Like, everything has already happened, and mm-hmm. we're still – 
I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's all mashed up together. So who snapped in my face last night? (laughs) (laughs) That was, that's creepy. I know that when I, I was just dreaming last night and I was freezing before I went to bed. Mm -hmm. And then all of my dreams were like, I was in my cousin's house when I was a kid and it was hailing inside. And I was like, why does this always happen? I'm like trying to go around and close all the windows. Yeah. I was like, I'm just cold. You know, and it's, like, affecting my dreams. Yep. Okay, so we got a few more long-form ghost stories. So, Audra wrote in and said, my ghost stories to share. I'm a huge skeptic, so much so that a ghost could walk right up to me and I probably would still question it. I used to work at the old Juliet prison site as the lead tour guide and historian for the site. I was interviewed for the TV show Destination Fair about the history and some of my experiences. They only put one story in the show... But the craziest story I have was actually experienced by both me and my boss. I had to give a tour for a special group and my boss had to run back to the museum, so I just walked through the site by myself. The original admin building is in the front of the two cell blocks, so once you pass the beautiful wood staircase, you're in the cell block. I called my boss to remind her to grab something as I was walking from admin to the cell block and my phone was working fine. As soon as I crossed the threshold into the cell block, my phone started to freak out, lots of static sounds, etc. So I decided to wait until I got outside to call my boss back, but as soon as I got out into the prison yard, my boss called back all frantic and freaking out. She was like, Audra, your voice on the phone was so creepy, like 10 octaves lower than normal. And I was like, uh, I wasn't speaking to you at all because all I could hear was static. Oh my god. So I don't know who or what was talking to her on the phone, but it wasn't me. She could hear me fine in the beginning, but my garbled voice that was super low freaked both of us out so much that we refused to walk back through by ourselves. Mm -mm. That's just one of the many stories of the things I experienced. Lots of interior doors slamming when they shouldn't, weird noises, but I never actually saw anything. I think I wanted it too bad and the spirits were just messing with me. Oh my gosh. (sighs) I have goosebumps. I know. I can't. Like, old prisons, old, like, mental hospitals. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of energy Mm -hmm. in buildings like that. It's so wild, especially since she was having her own experiences. Meanwhile, her boss is, like, hearing Satan talk through the phone. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, and I forgot to tell you. So the summer of freshman year in college, when I went back home, I worked at a – it wasn't a nursing home. Um – What's the one about that? Like an assisted living home? Mm-hmm. Um, because my friend Missy worked there, so she got me a job. And I used to feel things there, but they were all good. Yeah. It was just like very comforting, mm-hmm. like like good feelings. I never felt like creeped out or spooked or anything, but mm-hmm. there definitely was like a lot of energy there. Yeah. So places like that, I feel like are just... When a lot of people are dying in a certain I place, know. I think if your energy doesn't know where to go back to, I think it just kind of stays there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, too. That's why I asked you if that guy died in the building, because I could also see him just, like, going back there, because that was what was familiar, you know? Yeah. And then we had one more person write in. This is Jessica. She says, I've had undeniable encounters where I've seen them and physical objects removed. Also, my father was held down by a ghost, which left hand impressions on his chest and stomach from the pressure of him trying to get up from sleeping and the ghost pressing down. The house we lived in for a few years was very old and had multiple encounters with the same ghost. When we moved out of the house, it was immediately condemned and tore down. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because of ghosts. I mean, other people must have had experiences, Uh too. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
you know what my favorite thing like so when I do get up in the middle of the night or if I wake up in the middle of the night I always call um Ichabod over because he'll he'll like just loaf up on my chest Mm -hmm. and that'll like make me fall asleep because I feel like he'll protect me from things I was (laughs) cats are great with when it comes to ghosts when I was younger back at that old house that I grew up in I would always take my cat sassy and just like sit her outside of my room and Mm -hmm. I'm like all right sassy like let's go you're in charge you're in charge (laughs) oh my god I want Ichabod there with me and thankfully Mm -hmm. he sleeps on the bed but I also feel like because he's a black cat, he has more energy for like that. I don't know. This is all ridiculous. But I just, I feel comforted knowing he's there because I'm like, he'll do a weird meow, growl if he senses something. It's like a wind chime for spirits, Mm -hmm. you know? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave Sassy out there. Like if I needed to go to the bathroom, (laughs) I'd put her out there first and then she would kind of start walking down the hall so then I would follow her. Nice. (laughs) We're going to do a whole... We were going to talk about the witching hour this episode, but we'll we'll push that one out because mm-hmm. uh, that's always fun. Last night when I was doing my little ghost story adventures, I was like, it's almost three o'clock. I need to get my ass to bed. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Because I try to do it to where it's not a light sleep and then you accidentally wake up around the witching hour. Like, I just yeah. want to sleep all the way through. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll go into it when we talk yeah. about it. Okay, guys, uh, it's going to be it. We, oh, my God. We hope you enjoyed our ghost stories and experiences. Mm-hmm. And we'd love to hear yours. Feel free to write them in. We can go over it next episode. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, is I think people that are even skeptical, they can think of a thing that happened when they were a kid mm-hmm. that they rationalize at this point, but it's like, come on. Also... You guys, okay, so when I first came <laughs> to Michelle's house, I felt, and now it makes sense, I felt that, like, Michelle's house is, like, um, it's just, like, a pass-through for spirits. Like, it's nothing, it's literally, like, an airport. Like, no one's attached. They're, they come through, and they're, like, nothing is here, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep going to wherever they go. And I would always tell Michelle that, and she's like, oh, I've never experienced or seen anything. And it's always been so, like, shut off, but I'm like, no, it's definitely, like, a passing portal of some sort. And you saying, now it makes sense, you saying that you, like, shut that door when you were younger because you were like, I don't want any of it. That's why I'm like, there's something, but it's very, like, cold. Like, they know that there's nothing here. Yeah. There's no need to, like chill out here so that no makes... one's buying what you're selling here michelle's not buying it she wants you to walk through keep and walk going. out keep it going exactly keep it moving and that's i do believe that because i think the only time i feel it now is when it's like really really bad mm-hmm. like a really bad presence or just like a comforting one but i don't even think i acknowledge it yeah you you did say that the second you walked into mm-hmm. this house and i i'm still like very close to it yeah i just i don't need it you don't need it. I get it. I'm here alone too often. If I lived in a house, I would be more shut off. But yeah. since I'm in an apartment, I'm like, oh, it could be kind of fun. And there's <laughs> yeah. other people around that yes. will hopefully hear me yell. Scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. We hope you're having a fantastic October. Yeah. A fantastic October. Fantastic. Love it. Spooktacular. Beautiful. Stay safe out there and let us know if you see any ghosts. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. Ooh. <laughs>
I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com.